my friend, my name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Since about 2019, I have been in different Christian communities that offer one another personal prophetic words, where it, from my perspective, the way I would usually do this is say, Lord, what is a word that you have for this person? And then I would either get a snippet of scripture or a piece of a song or a verse reference, and then I would maybe look it up online and then uh, speak it over them. So that would be a one variety of that kind of prophetic word, but others are much more lengthy and involved and people can get really significant words of knowledge or just encouragement. Sometimes they're a little bit odd, like, oh, you have such beautiful Tinkerbell wings growing out of your back. And you're like, I am glad, I guess. You know, I don't really know what to do with that, but okay. So they range (laughs) from like very recognizable, you know, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged for the Lord is with you to like Tinkerbell wings. And so I'm it can be complicated to even know how to handle these well. And so at one point, a godly woman that I deeply love and respect said to me, I, I wrote down that you have the heart of an evangelist. And this was over Zoom. I don't know if I like literally rocked back in my chair like, um, no, <laughs> but if I could have, that's what I would have done. So in the book of Ephesians, it talks about the fivefold ministry that he gave some to be apostles and some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be, I think, pastors and teachers. And out of those five, I would probably put evangelism at the very, very bottom. Like if I could be going into the negative numbers, I would be there. Like, oh, evangelism is not what I think about. <laughs> I remember telling an Awana missionary at camp one year that I was wanting to be a missionary when I grew up. And he said, well, if you're not teaching people, or he probably asked me first, how many people have you led to the Lord? And I would have probably been, a, let's say, a freshman or a sophomore in high school at that point. And I said, oh, I haven't led any to the Lord. And he said, well, if you're not doing it at home, what makes you think you could go and be a missionary? And so I put that dream aside and said, okay, I guess I'm not really designed to be a missionary. I realize now I could have done Bible translation or other things. But anyway, the, uh, but that's just an example, like, evangelism is just not where I live and breathe. And so I mentioned this to Bob, like, you know, as much as I love the person who gave me this word, can I just discard it because I really don't like it and I don't think it's accurate. And he said, well, you know, Amy, maybe instead of assuming that that means that you have to go and be a street preacher or that you tell everybody around you in the grocery line how much the Lord loves them and that they need to repent of their sins, Um, I would be far more likely to comment on somebody's beautiful bracelet or ring or jacket or (laughs) I feel like everywhere I go, I'm like, I just love what you're wearing. I love your fingernails. Anyway, um, (laughs) which in its own way, perhaps is sharing the love of God, but not in any kind of an eternal way. Um, Yeah. So he said, maybe don't look at the word evangelist like that. Maybe just go look it up and see if the Lord redefines it for you. (laughs) And so I looked it up on my computer, like the dictionary on my computer, and it had the typical definitions, you know, somebody telling somebody about the good news or uh, probably not even that. It was very religious sounding. And then I thought, well, let me just do a quick Google search because sometimes the online dictionaries have something more than just the computer dictionary. And the very first one said something like, a publisher of glad tidings. And I was like, are you 
kidding me? Is that what an evangelist is? So I mentioned this to Bob the next day. I'm like, okay, well, let me tell you when I went and looked. And he said, oh, right. The writers of the four gospels are called the four evangelists, but not because they were out doing street preaching. I mean, maybe they were, but, um, or at least at different times they were. But the point was that they were writing down the good news and publishing it. And so he said, Amy, this is exactly who you are. And so all this time I had been kind of fighting against this particular word instead of saying like, Lord, what gift do you have for me in this? And I'm not going to say that every prophetic word should be completely accepted. I think they are, um, they're, they're, they can be tricky and there are words that just are so off that you just say, you know what, I'm not actually going to go for that one right now. Nope. (laughs) And you just kind of flush it and then move on. But in this case, because of the grace that the two women, um, had, I was like, I'm not going to flush it. I just recoil from it. And the two being the, the other episode about this, um, and this one, but the, uh, I am just astonished at the goodness of God absolutely astonished that he would implant something so precious and so personal, but in a guise that I had to go and look for it. (laughs) It's like an Easter egg. I could find it if I spent five minutes searching the internet, but I needed to actually spend the five minutes. And so, Lord, I just thank you that like a father playing games, like fun games with your children, like the father hiding Easter eggs where they'll be sure to find them. (laughs) Uh, I think about how when you're hiding Easter eggs for a little child, you're like, I will just put this one in the lawn because you just hope that they can walk over to it. You know, and then you have the older children and you're like, I'm going to hide it under, under this chair. And this one is going to go up just a little bit above eye level where they have to actually look up. Anyway, that it's, it's possible. It's like age appropriate or something that you just are a playful God and you're so good. And so Lord, I just thank you for your goodness. I thank you that it is, and it has been my desire to just write and proclaim your goodness. And so thank you, Lord, that as a publisher of glad tidings, (laughs) that that's actually deeply a part of who I am and you know it. Oh, you're so good, Lord. Thank you that you speak to each of us. Amen.